Hello, and welcome to another episode of Hi-Ho! The Podcast. Uh, I'm Nick, and I'm joined, as always, by my host, Nicole, a.k.a. Bippity Boppity Basic. Hello. Um, Today we're going to be talking about um, our most recent trip and our experiences, um, you know, post-shutdown, you know, our dining experiences and, you know, eating and drinking at lounges and all that good stuff. Um, Nicole, I will let you start us off with our first dinner experience of the trip, um, which was Skipper Canteen in the Magic Kingdom. Yep. So as you guys probably know, um, restaurant options are more limited now. Um because not all of them are open, but it was actually a great excuse for us to try some places that we'd never tried before. So Skipper Canteen being one of them that was on Nick and I's list to try for a long time. Um, this just got us to convince everyone else in our party to try. Yeah, we have some, we have some picky eaters that travel with us. Um, and I could understand why that menu could be a little bit intimidating. Um, but it has been, you know, like, has become more generic since they first opened. Like they don't have like the whole fried fish anymore. Um, But everyone that we traveled with really liked it. I will say that. Yeah. So you'll, you'll come to find that Nick and I are the adventurous eaters in our group that we normally travel with. So he and I will like literally try anything. Um, So we're always down to try something new in a new restaurant. So we were really happy that, we were able to go to Skipper Canteen. Um, so we we made this reservation probably like um, maybe a, a week-ish in advance. So like not not a super long time in advance. Um, no. And we were actually I, I modifying we it. Yeah. No, we were modifying it like up until like 15 minutes before. I would recommend trying to have some reservations done at least a week in advance. Um you know, because the options are limited, so you don't know if you'll be able to get that reservation that you want at that certain time. Um, and it's not like you can just walk into Magic Kingdom now. Like, you know, as a pass holder, you used to be able to just go on any night of your vacation. Um, you know, it has to be your Magic Kingdom day. So we were lucky enough to be able to modify it last minute, but that may not be the the case for everybody so i don't know yeah and walking up to restaurants is like a thing of the past like everyone wants a reservation when we did go to skipper canteen there was a sign outside that said that they had walk-up availability but that's another thing that like the official word from disney is that you have to have a reservation so don't assume that you can walk up anywhere and i didn't see that sign anywhere else no me either so like that restaurant was fairly empty that night um but i don't know if that's because they're trying to like distance the tables from each other or if there actually was availability or not yeah that was probably um the least crowded restaurant that we dined in of all of them um, and we we had a reservation. Or we ended up our final time after multiple uh, 
um, modifications was, I believe, like 6 p.m. So the park closed at 7. So when we were leaving, the park was already closed. Um, but it was, I mean, 6 p.m. is like a normal, a normal dinner time, and it was still um, pretty empty in there. So Skipper Canteen is the, um, I believe the official name is like Jungle Navigation. Yes, if you're Limited looking for Skipper it in Canteen. the app, it is under the J. Yeah, section. Jungle. Yeah, it's uh, under Jungle Navigation. Yes, that is a very good point. Um, so it's the Jungle Cruise themed restaurant. So your server will be similar to a Jungle Cruise skipper um, and make those kind of jokes. So I love the Jungle Cruise, fun. so I'm here for it. Yeah. <laughs> like one of the first things our server asked us was if we had been on the Jungle Cruise before. And then he was like, oh, that's going to make this so much less awkward. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't imagine going there and like not not getting the jokes, but yeah, I'm sure it happens a lot. Just oh, like on I'm sure. like being on Jungle Cruise, you'll you know <laughs> sometimes you're on a group of people and they're not very enthusiastic about being on that ride. Yeah, they don't. That's true. I don't, they don't participate. Yeah, they don't understand. So. Um, Skipper Canteen also, like all of the table service restaurants in Magic Kingdom, does serve beer and wine. So we were able to get, they have red and white sangrias, and they're not the Beso del Sol box sangria, the typical Disney sangria. It is not that. It's actually homemade sangria. And uh, I had the white, and it was so good. You had the red, Nick, right? I had the red, um... It was almost like a mulled wine, but a little bit sweeter. But it definitely had those, like, fall kind of, like, vibes to it. Like, um, I don't know if there was, like, cinnamon or nutmeg in there or something that was, like, like spiced, you know. Um, but that was, you know, one of the better sangrias that you can get on property for sure. Yeah, I definitely agree. The glasses were small. Unfortunately, we, we told our guy we need bigger glasses. <laughs> but it was it was really good and they're like very fancy like the white sangria came with a garnish of like i don't know if that was supposed to be like a pineapple leaf or what it was like oh maybe that's what it was like i very it was like taller than the actual wine glass right and then like it was like could poke you in the eye so if you get the white sangria (laughs) be careful (laughs) um for food options, they have, I mean, like Nick said, it's more of, I don't even know how to describe, like, the menu. It's it's kind of, um like, international, I guess. I it think, has, like, a lot of different. I think our waiter actually described it as, like, a mix of, like, African and, like, Asian cuisine, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think, I think that's fair, because it was definitely, like, there's definitely Asian and African For influences. Sure. And then there's definitely also like some Latin because the um the appetizer that we that, got was like yeah, a Brazilian that's thing. True. Which was what was that called? I should have pulled up the menu. It definitely they, had a strange name, but um, Yeah, because I think it was like Brazilian. Um it was essentially like a, a corn cake with like shredded beef on top. 
it was called oh gosh okay forgive me in advance for how this is going to come out let's hear it or or orinoco ida's kachapas kachapas there you go (laughs) i am like (laughs) it's my new jersey accent i don't know what to tell you um yeah the kachapas were excellent. Yeah, um, house-made corn cakes, beer braised it was pork, not beef. Beer braised pork, roasted corn, Fresno pepper salsa, and avocado cream. So good. And it comes with like three decent-sized corn cakes on the plate, all topped with the pulled pork. Um, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, and one of the um, people in our party actually ordered that as their entree and that's like and it's ha- honestly half the price of a normal entree and it's just as much food like it yeah, is definitely eaten as an entree and then we got three other dishes that we shared a little bit i had the hearty har char sioux pork which is basically like an asian pork chop with um bok choy and rice and like the asian sauce was like a it was like the consistency of a teriyaki sauce but it t- it had like a much more interesting flavor to it yeah than just that plain teriyaki. pork was really good um and again that was like a huge portion too um, yeah it there was were like, like three slices it was like th- yeah it was three like pork chops like, right it's like the size of what you would get i guess like in my head, I'm picturing like three slices of meatloaf. Um, right. I, I don't know if it was really like a pork chop, um, but yeah, they were they were really good. Um, yeah, because it was like um, thin. It wasn't like a thick cut pork chop or anything right. like that. But yeah, it was like a lot of pork. I had the um, the taste like chicken because it is, uh, <laughs> which is basically just like a fried piece of chicken, um, but it's not like your typical fried chicken. Like it was, I don't even know how to explain it. If you the batter is like so airy. Yeah, the batter super light. It's not like a heavy, like greasy, fried piece of chicken. I don't know. Um, it was really good, and it had like this like chili sauce on top of it, um, and that came with just like vegetables and rice. Um. And there's only one bone in it. <laughs> there's only one. It looks like two bones, but there's only one bone in the chicken. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah, so I, unless I ate the bone. <laughs> so there is there is some bone in it. So if, just be aware of that. Yeah, because um, I had eaten half. looked like it had a bone in it, and I was like, I bit right into it. I was like, there's no, there's no bone here. So I gave Nicole the other half, and I was like, it looks like a bone. There's not a bone. Don't worry about it. And she, like, you know, almost chipped a tooth on. <laughs> yes, then I pulled out the bone, and he was like, oh, my God, did I eat the other one? I ate the bone. Uh, oh, God. Um, yeah, so that was really good. Um, to me, one of the best dishes that we got was um, Kira got the Perkins Thai noodles, um so it's just like rice noodles and they said it was a spicy sauce 
Um, it's like a chili garlic, like soy sauce. Um, it wasn't, I mean, it was like Disney spicy. It's not like, it's not like real spicy. Um, yeah, I'm not really like a spicy fan and I had no issues with it. So yeah, it had like, a little kick, but like, it's not really spicy. I love spicy. I didn't think it was spicy at all. Um, like it did have that chili flavor to it. Um, but it wasn't like, you know, um, but that was awesome. And it comes with like, it's supposed to come with tofu, but Kira wouldn't let me order the tofu. Um, <laughs> if you listened to our last yeah. episode, you know the right. you know the relationship with tofu. She's <laughs> uh, um, like, yeah, that sounds good and all, but like, I mean, it was her meal to be fair, but we were sharing. Um, so she got it with chicken, uh, but you could get it with any of the meats. I think he said you could get shrimp, chicken. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if there was a, a beef option for that, but um, those were awesome. We had left. Yeah, I think that's what I would order again if I went back. Definitely. Um, order it for myself so I can get the tofu. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we had them left over for days. They were such good, like late night, late night noodles. Yeah. Um, an awesome after the park snack. Yes, definitely. We didn't do dessert here, um, but, you know, everything, we were stuffed when we left. We left with so much leftover food from there. Yeah, we all, we literally, like, all took leftovers home or to the hotel, which was perfect that we had, like, that was our end of the night um, meal anyway. Like, the park was right. closed when we got out, so it was, it made sense. I mean, I think that should be our new... Um, ritual we kind of saved all of the food the leftover food from every night and then on the last night <laughs> we had a lot to drink and just stuffed our faces um on, we sat out on the balcony on the boardwalk and you know just you know bullshitted for just a couple hours and, and ate our asses off it, it was, was so good and we had awesome. a we had a happy in bag of doritos that we found and i woke up the next morning and the the balcony was covered that in like found. dorito crumbs and there was like birds all over our balcony eating dorito crumbs it was oh like horrible it was disgusting no it wasn't even like birds it was like i was trying to like be nice but now that you don't know what i'm talking about it was like crows like black oh, nice. crows and I went out there that mo- on Tuesday morning because I was going to, to try and do my work call outside. And uh, the there was literally like three you. crows like right by me. And I was like, they're going to kill me. So I went inside. That's really funny. And I told Kayla, do I, not go outside. <laughs> I had no idea that that happened. <laughs> it, was, it was so bad because it was just like Dorito crumbs everywhere. But yeah, highly recommend taking your leftovers and putting them in your fridge so this was this was a good room because um like we had a microwave in there so this was a good room for that um yes you know some of some of the other i don't know is it just a dvc thing to have a microwave yeah the dvc rooms like have that like i don't even want to call it a mini kitchen but like that like mini kitchen setup compared to like regular rooms a sink a mini fridge and a microwave yeah exactly Um, 
But I would have eaten it cold at that point, honestly. Oh, yeah. I so, totally agree. Uh, I don't think I even, like, I don't, maybe I heated stuff up. I don't remember, but that I, means I would have eaten it cold, too. <laughs> I, I, well, I kind of thought that we ate it cold, but we totally had a microwave. Yeah, um, we had the option. We were just interested in, in stuffing our faces, so. Yeah, really well, the food was going to go to waste, so we had to eat it. Oh, absolutely. You can't let anything go to waste. No. Um, all right, so let's move on to the second yeah. night of dinner. Um, Which was La Hacienda in Epcot. Yes. Epcot's um, Mexico Pavilion. So this is the restaurant that is outside of the pavilion. Um, it faces the water, and it's got huge windows inside. So, like, during, you know, when the fireworks come back, it's an awesome spot to get a reservation for a firework time. Um, me and Kira have done it in the past, and they play the music inside, and you get a great view from any seat that you have in that place. So just a little side note. Obviously, that wasn't happening this trip, but... And this was my first time eating there at La Hacienda. Um, again, same same uh, like protocol as everywhere else. Like tables were spaced out. Um, they had the mobile check-in, um, which we didn't talk about for Skipper Cantina, but they had it too, um, where you can like just like check in on your app on the reservation, and then they text you when your table's ready, so you don't have to like can interact with people less. Um, I really like that option. I do too. Like just in general for future. Right. Because then you can just like check in. You don't have to like be standing right there. You're you check in. In. To check in your, you know, we were probably in actually in the Mexico pavilion when we checked in. Um, and, you know, if our table was ready, we had a, a two minute walk, not even. Uh, over to the restaurant so it wouldn't have been you know a big deal but if you know you're heading in that direction and you're ready for dinner you can check in before you get there and you know hopefully your table's ready by the time you actually show up right and if it's not then you can like you know you have time to like go stop and get a margarita or like whatever you want to do you don't have to like stand there waiting because they'll text you when the table's ready the spacing in this restaurant i mean it's a decent sized restaurant so there were there was a good amount of people in there but like I feel like we were sat at a table for probably 10 people and um you know it was just four of us and the next table was a good 10 to 15 feet away from us um so even though we were eating indoors I felt totally comfortable yeah and that restaurant is like you said it's so big and like super high ceilings and it's just a giant space so like it doesn't feel claustrophobic or confined at all no um so they have some pretty awesome like drinks on their menu obviously you're in mexico so lots of margaritas um the margarita menu is pretty similar to cava del tequila um it, I feel like it was a little bit scaled down from the last time that I'd been there. Um, but they do have, like, you know, some of the better margaritas from from Cava. So um, I got 
what used to be called the Dragones Margarita. I think it's now the San Angel in Margarita, but it's the same thing. Um, it's $22, which is not something that I would ever do. Uh, but I ordered it by accident once, and now I will never order anything else. Um, <laughs> they got because you. Because <laughs> it was that good. I just saw, you know, I, I know it was, it used to be called Dragones because like, that's what got me. I was like, oh, that's a cool sounding margarita name. Um, so it just sounded good. Like I ordered it and then the bill came and I was like, holy <laughs> hell, like $22 for margarita. Um, but it comes in a little shaker and it's like two drinks in one basically. So highly recommend it. What did you have to drink there? Did you get a drink there? Yeah, obviously. Come on. Um, I don't know if you I'd... brought something from another country. <laughs> no, I had the um, white sangria. Okay. My, I'm pretty I consistent. I know you're not a tequila person, so. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not tequila, so the margaritas was not really um, my thing. So I always get sangria when we are in Mexico. It was good. I think it was, um, I think I liked uh, Skipper Canteens better, um, but probably just because it was, like, sweeter, so, it, like, went down super quick. Um, but the one at La Hacienda was good, and it was also not the traditional, like, Beso, Beso del Sol, whatever. Um, it, was it was, like, homemade. also double the size of oh, yeah. Skipper. I don't 100%. know if that's just a Magic Kingdom thing, like, yeah. to give you a tiny pour. But, um, yeah, the, um, the drinks at this place were great. I mean, if you like the drinks from Mexico, usually you're like, it's on the same page as, as Cava or, um, you know, all the, the options that you have in Mexico, you, you'll find something similar, at least on this menu. Um, as far as food goes, they start you off with chips and salsa. Which we ate a ton of. A ton of. Our waiter was like, don't fill up on the chips and salsa because the entrees are big. And we were like, you've never met us. We we had also been eating. This was our last stop um, like after eating around the world for (laughs) Food and Wine Festival. Or, you know, whatever it's called now. Taste a taste of food and wine flower food Nicole and wine. Call it. Flower <laughs> food wine. um so like we had been eating all day um we were not afraid yeah that's i mean if you're not eating all day when you're in epcot you're definitely doing it wrong i, I feel like the four of us at least polished off like two baskets of chips oh i definitely at least two um, like maybe two and a half yeah i was like say i three, can destroy I- like tortilla chips uh, Especially no. if I've been drinking, forget it. Like I can eat a whole bag myself. They no, they uh, never stood a chance. I mean, we went backwards in Epcot for this because right. we knew we had dinner at La Hacienda. Right. We always started in Mexico. We started in Canada. Just and the timing honestly couldn't have been more perfect. So no, it was it was that was epic. Um, I think we actually even showed up maybe 15 minutes early and they still yeah. got us right away. We were early uh, because we were going to try and ride um, three caballeros, but, like, we couldn't get into the Mexico Pavilion because there was too many people in there. Right. 
Um, so we skipped appetizers because obviously tortillas. Because we ate four bags of chips. <laughs> um, pretty much. Um, so entrees, they have, um, you know, fish tacos, shrimp tacos. Um, they have this braised short rib that Kira's always talking about. She didn't get it this time because it was a little bit early. It's more of like a dinner food. Um, but this time she got the alambre, which is like almost like a build your own fajita with flank steak, had bacon in it and peppers and cheese and all kinds of good stuff. And then like your tortillas come on the side. That was so good. And we had leftovers forever. Like I had a taco every morning for breakfast. <laughs> After we after we ate there, like, and then we still had to finish it on that last night when we yep. moved out. I was so, like, I definitely ate that on the last night. <laughs> yeah, there there was probably enough for like at least six tacos, and I would say probably more like seven or eight, because um, I at least had you know two or three after, and you had one, so that's four. And me and Kira at least had one each in there. So, like, at least six tacos out of this one dish, which was, like, crazy. Yeah, that's um, awesome. You had the shrimp tacos? Yeah, I had the shrimp tacos, which were really, really good. I had the fish tacos. Um, they're both fried fried fish, fried cod, um, and fried shrimp. Um I personally like the fried shrimp much better. I did too. If you're like a if you like fish and tacos and you like shrimp and fish equally, I would go with shrimp, the shrimp one. Yeah. I ha- having had both, I would definitely recommend the the shrimp. Yeah, um, especially cuz we got to eat them side by side. Right. Comparison. Um I had gotten the shrimp the first time we went, so I was just wanting to try something different. Um, But, you know, eating one of your shrimp tacos, I was like, man, should have got that again. Um, Did we have anything else to eat there? No, I think that was it. Um, Because, like we said, we had eaten, like, all through Epcot, so we kind of wanted to just do, like, the taco situation and it was nice to just like sit down, have a place to like sit down in the air conditioning, relax, have some tacos, have some chips. Um, it was just like an overall enjoyable experience and a good, a good way. To, it, it didn't end our night. We still like went over into like the future world and like right. the land areas afterwards. But it was like a, you know, when you eat around the world, like you're eating a bunch of snacks, but like you maybe don't always feel like full. So that was just kind of like topped us off where we're like or maybe you're normal yeah or maybe you're normal and you are like you eat a couple of snacks and you're full but like i don't know when i go to epcot i'm just like it's a a marathon yeah yeah you know and especially if i'm drinking like i can just it's like the more i drink the more space i have in my stomach and then that's why i usually end up throwing up but we we eat like we're going into hibernation (laughs) That's my lifestyle. (laughs) Right. 
So, I, I mean, I've had that experience in, like, pretty much any restaurant we've ever eaten in, in Epcot, where, like, you know, we find this one spot that's, like, a hangout, and whether that's, like, Spice Road Table in Morocco or Vietnapoli in Italy, um, I feel like having that sit-down dinner after walking around and drinking and eating all day is always a nice thing to, like, relax for a little bit in Epcot and still eat and drink. Yeah, I totally agree. A lot of the time it has ended up being Viennapoli for us because that's always a good value for, like, a group because you can get, like, a big pizza a for, giant like, pizza, yeah. 30, 40 bucks. And then when you have, like, you know, four people and you get Plus a pizza. pictures of, 40, of sangria. Right, and pictures of sangria, exactly. So, like... Which and the Spice Road p- table also has the picture. Yes, yes. So... It just, like, it depends where you're at, um, like, where you're at in the showcase, what time, and all that stuff, and, but and all these are good options. And where you can get a reservation. Right. Because sometimes that Via Napoli is a little tough to get. Yeah. Like, sometimes it's no issue, and then sometimes it's just, like, you can't even find anything, or, like, for what I you want. I will say, I have walked up to Via Napoli when it looks, like, so crowded, and there's, like... 100 people in that little like vestibule and only waited like 15 minutes for a table so even though you can't get a reservation sometimes i mean i don't know what it's like right now but sometimes um you know you can still get lucky although i did see every time i checked for dining reservations while we were there via napoli was always one that popped up which surprised me yeah that I don't know, maybe people just, like, aren't making dining reservations in Epcot because of the festival, even though it's different. That's true. Um, I will say, like, something to be prepared for. Sometimes we'll go to Epcot and only want to eat festival food. Um, the booths are a little bit scaled back from, like, the normal Epcot. I know we talked about this in a previous episode when we, you know, talked about our whole flower, food, whatever you call it, um, festival uh, experience. But um, there's not the normal amount of booths. There's still plenty of food and drink. But if you're maybe more of a picky eater, there might not be as much options for you. So, you know, that dining reservation might be a good thing to have. Yeah, I always recommend having some kind of like sit down. And I would say... If you can't commit to a dining reservation or you're you're just like not sure, I would also recommend checking out Regal Eagle because um, there's a lot of like seating and space there. I have not eaten there because I've only got drinks there um, like Nick, but I've heard really good things. And that is like a substantial amount of food. Um, but, yeah, I would love to have a sit down at Epcot, even if it's a full festival, because I don't know. Festival food is just different. Sometimes you just like need to sit and like be able to eat like a piece of pizza or gorge yourself on tortilla chips. Right. Or even, you know, sometimes if you do eat too much, there's always like the option of drinks and appetizers. Right. Exactly. Like you can always get a salad. You can always get stuff to share. You know, like Disney isn't going to tell you that like you have to order something. If yeah, you're, there's no there's no minimum out. order. Right. Um, and if you're ordering alcohol, you know, 
that's gonna bump your bill up in price and and bump your waiter's tip up and you know right. I don't you're not gonna that say anything complaining about that so right if there's like four of you and you order like a side salad and you only drink water like that's probably right. rude don't do it that's that's but <laughs> but if you're like there's four of you and you order two pitchers of sangria and a personal pizza that's still uh, fine I'm gonna frown upon a salad and water in Disney World in general anywhere yeah I actually frown upon that like in just like life in general <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's not I mean it's not my typical diet but uh no me either to each his own but yeah in Disney World I'm going all out the same yeah so I think overall recommend a hacienda to anyone that likes Mexican food and would like to try it definitely um next night dinner was at beaches and cream cream. (laughs) yes um so we had spent the day in hollywood studios we were staying at the boardwalk so um we went back to the room we tried to go to the pool um didn't happen there was lightning in the area so we kind of just hung out in the room you know made a couple drinks um and waited for the storm to clear um it never really did uh we had plans to take the skyliner from epcot um over to riviera and try um the quick service over there uh primo piatto but we've heard good things about that but we didn't get the chance to do that because the skyliner was not running um so we were able to snag a last-minute reservation for Beaches and Cream, which it didn't look like was happening until the very last minute. Um, there's not much availability for dining on the boardwalk right now. Um, Alien Compass is closed. ESPN is closed. Um, so pretty much you have, like, Beaches and Cream or Trattoria Al Forno. Is there anything else? No, just the Boardwalk Bakery. Boardwalk Bakery. But and, that's, you know, know just quick service. Right. But yeah, um, for sit down, that's it. Like, so, like, last, very, very last minute, we were sitting in the room kind of checking the app periodically just to see um, if something would pop up. And then last minute, we got a reservation of peaches and cream. Um, what was your overall? I mean, I've only eaten ice cream there before. I've done the kitchen sink before. Um, I know you've eaten dinner there before, but what was your overall opinion on it? So I like beaches and cream. I ate there one time before, literally 2017, so three years ago, um, before the remodel. And I had like the grilled cheese and tomato soup, which they're really well known for. Um, But I had a bite of it. That was amazing. Right. That that grilled cheese is just like it's not like a normal grilled cheese. There was so. like ricotta cheese in it. It was like fancier it's than so creamy. Yes. Anyway, I cut you off. Go ahead. Yeah. I think that if you are somewhere I I don't know if Friendlies is a regional thing or not, but like if you have ever been to a Friendlies, um, which is a chain restaurant, it is so much like Friendlies, um, but like with the Disney touch. And I love Friendlies, so like that's not even a 
I'm not hating, but like I haven't seen a friendlies in ages. I think that they were like going out of like they were like closing a bunch of them or something. Yeah. I mean, I like grew up on friendlies. Like that was my family's like restaurant of choice for We used to go a lot. Like if we were in the mall, we would just like, you know, stop. We always went to the one in in Tom's River. Yeah, I've been there a couple times. Like that was like for my growing up, like my birthdays and everything. Always went friendly. So I used to love the little monster with the the ice cream that looked like yes, yes, with the Reese's the the Reese's ears. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Heck yeah. Um. So anyway, if you've had friendlies, it's very similar to friendlies. The to me, the best part about beaches and cream, well, a couple of things. Like the food is consistently good. It's like as like it's easy, simple stuff. Right. It's if you have a picky eater, like it's it's going to please everyone. It 100 percent pleases everyone. And it's like the cheapest table service restaurant in all of yeah. Disney. It's like quick service prices. And all of the waiters in there are like super friendly. I mean, there were only a few in there. It's a pretty small place. But you saw the way that they were interacting with all of the tables. Um, you know, they do their like. If you order the kitchen sink, which is like a giant thing of ice cream with a whole can of whipped cream on top of it, and they set a the whole lights can off of whipped cream, um, they, you know, like just the way that everyone interacts with each other in that place is just in general very pleasant. Yeah, it really has like diner vibes, like old timey vibes to like yes. match the theming of it. Um, it's just it's just such a cute little place and I just I just love that like you can get a burger or a sandwich for like essentially the same price as any quick service place and it's such a better experience right on par with this quick service um pricing yeah um you know it's like 16 to 17 dollars for pretty much everything on the menu yep The the grilled cheese is a little bit cheaper maybe um they also have like chili cheese tots and they have a plant-based option for that um pretty similar to like what you would get at woody's lunchbox so if you are missing woody's lunchbox tachos head over to beaches and cream yep we got those tachos and they were they were really good they had so much cheese sauce on them so much cheese Um, but like their menu is basically a burger, uh, like a, a plant-based option burger. Uh, you got the French dip, right? Yes. The, the French dip, like I was like kind of on the fence. I wasn't sure what I, I wanted. A little bite when you weren't looking. It, it was, was so good, good. Right. It was, it was so awesome. good. And it was a huge sandwich. So like I had leftovers of that too, that I'm sure I ate the next night. Um, I had the plant-based burger, which I was a little, um, like all the stuff that was on it was great. The actual burger itself was just, eh. you know, I love veggie burgers. I'm all for that. Um, this one was just okay. Um, but you know, Kira's grilled cheese was amazing. Tomato soup. Awesome. And like the overall, like decor in this place was just 
super cool. They have like these old timey like paintings of basically like the Fab Five in diners and stuff. They have like Goofy that's like dressed up like Fonzie, like over a jukebox, which they have an actual jukebox in the restaurant um, that works, which is cool. And they're playing like old timey music. Um, like it's just a very cute atmosphere. Yeah. And I would say it's even like great. a good option for lunch too. Like, oh, it's definitely. It's more like lunchy kind of food, mm-hmm. but could could go either way. Yeah, I think we probably had like the last reservation of the evening. Yeah, we closed out that place. Because we had that towards the end of our meal, it was us and one other family in the entire restaurant. And the other family got the kitchen sink. And, like, you know, when you get the kitchen sink, like, they, you know, like Nick said, they do a whole thing. And the whole restaurant's supposed to cheer. <laughs> we were the only ones. Just us, but, like, you know, we made, we made it count. It. <laughs> um, yeah, they have a lot of, like, awesome um, dessert options. I mean, mostly ice cream, but they do have those cookie fries. Yeah, the cookie fries are really like good. Biscotti. Yeah, they're really good. And they're plant-based also. So they're, like, vegan. Um, I got them. They You can actually get those at the to-go window as well because um, they have an ice cream to-go window, but they will they will sell you the cookie fries at the to-go window also. But they've got, like, shakes and floats and um, all kind of, like, even, like, alcoholic shakes. And, yeah, I was just going to say that. <laughs> um, yeah. We didn't try any of them this time. I mean, we got we got dessert, but we did not have any of the alcohol options here. Um, but there were a lot to choose from. Yeah, I really wanted to get a milkshake on this past trip. Like going into the trip, I was like, I really want to get a milkshake. And then I never did. And I'm now I'm thinking about it and just like really regretting it. Yeah, Next time I'm, I need to get a milkshake. To get, I meant to get that s'more shake, but then we ordered dessert and it was just like so much ice cream and you could pretty much customize like any of the I mean there's probably like I don't know eight or ten different Sunday options yeah um, they have like special ones and then yeah you can like build your own with whatever toppings like and ice we, cream you want we picked one and just like customized the whole thing basically um but yeah just like an overall like fun experience especially like not even like just for families but like that was it was cute to see like all the little kids and they're going crazy over their kitchen sink yeah um but like if you got a group of four that think that you, you can crush like probably like i don't know two gallons of ice cream <laughs> and a whole <laughs> can of whipped cream like i mean it's a lot and brownies and all kinds of stuff on top of it like totally go for it yeah, I think it's a it's a great option. Like for us, um, since we were originally going to try and go to a different quick service and that didn't work out, it was like a great option because it's still in that same like quick service price point and it's like a really fun themed Disney experience. Um, yeah. So. And it's like like even if you're not staying on the boardwalk, it's in close proximity to both Epcot and Hollywood. And Hollywood Studios. Studios. Yeah, exactly. So, so you, an, can, you can you can plan a nice it right little away. Walk. Or, you know, when the boats come back on, it's a nice little boat ride um, over to, you know, Yacht and Beach Club and 
Yeah, even for a lunch break, like you said, just like take a break from the park, have lunch, and then go back. So overall, it's a thumbs up for me. Yeah, I um, I agree. Not like a must do always, but like it serves a great purpose. Oh, absolutely. I will say it's usually pretty difficult to get a reservation there and i and i understand why you know because it's it's a smaller place it's pretty generic and it's like you know it's something that they can't really mess up so um right it appeals to everyone yeah if you can snag a reservation for there and you haven't been i would recommend it for sure yeah and i would also just recommend in general for like in this time now until whoever knows how long this time will be um just like keep checking the app for reservations because it's just like, I mean, it's always good to keep checking the app, but like now things are just changing. Yeah. think things are just like, I don't know, all over the place. So just keep checking. I mean, there have been times where like we've tried to get up to California grill for fireworks and we go up to the counter and they tell us no. And then we sit downstairs for five minutes and check the app and a reservation pops up. It's like the app is always updating and, you know, maybe the communication from the table to the, the hostess isn't always a hundred percent accurate and something opens up last minute. So don't lose hope. Yeah. You just gotta have faith. Trust Until the restaurant closes, then, <laughs> then you can give up. You can lose hope, but, um, We've always been pretty lucky. So the last night, right? That was our last night, yeah. Um, After Animal Kingdom, we went over to the lodge. Uh, It's just the DVC portion of the lodge that's open right now. Uh, So no Jumbo House. It's just the Kidani Village, Um, right? I didn't mix that up. No, you're correct. Um. I believe the other half is being used for the NBA. That was a rumor, but um, the NBA is actually staying at Grand Destino, Grand Floridian, and Yacht Club. Okay. So I don't know Uh, what they're doing with Jumbo House. So if you, I've only ever been to Jumbo House before. Um, Kadani Village is just on a smaller scale, but it's just as awesome. you know, there's like that little outdoor section where you can go and look at the animals. And um, we actually arrive uh, maybe a couple hours early for our Yeah, I think it was like two hours. <laughs> um, we were just hoping that they could, you know, pull off some sort of magic and get us in early. We had just finished with Animal Kingdom and we were just kind of wanted to relax. Um, we thought that the lounge would be open in there. It wasn't. The bar was was closed um so we went to the gift shop we got like a bottle of wine and i don't know maybe some sodas and a little fifth of vodka or something and we sat outside for like two hours and we looked at the animals for a little bit and then we came inside um we downloaded a game on our phones and we just like hung out and played a game which was like a fun little break during you know a crazy disney vacation yeah Um, and like where we were sitting they have it's like this nice little 
I don't want to call it a lounge because there's no like like no one serving you or anything. It's just like right. this like little seating area where it's like outside they have the rocking chairs and stuff and you can look at the animals and then inside it's just like couches, some tables, a TV. Um, and we were basically the only people in there, so we had to just like sit, have snacks, drinks, play game. Um, it was so nice. So just beware if you're going to Sanaa. The lounge, they've turned the lounge into extra seating so that they can, like, be more spread out and fit more people. So that's why it was closed. It's a pretty small restaurant in there. Yeah. Um, And it was tough to get a reservation there. It was, that was probably the most crowded restaurant that we It was, for sure. Um, But it's really awesome. You sit in, in there and, like, there's these big windows that are, like, right, look right out to the savannah. So, like, you're eating dinner amongst, like, zebra and antelopes and giraffes and stuff. Um, So that was pretty awesome. And we got seated, like, our reservation was for 7 p.m. We literally checked in at, like, 5 p.m. They sat us at, like, 6.40 p.m. So we were still Um, in early. Yeah, so we were still in slightly early, and... A lot of people always say, like, oh, go to Sanaa for lunch so that you can see the animals. But, like, the sun was not setting anytime soon at no. 640. So no. we had great views of the animals. So that and wasn't they an were, issue. They were pretty active, too. Yeah, they were really active. We saw zebras, like, baby, zebras with their babies. And um, giraffes were pretty active. Some peacock-looking, like, birds were, like, right up against oh, the yeah. window. Yeah, right up uh, the window. But, I mean, even, like... The zebra were only maybe 20, 30 feet away. Like they yeah, were they far. were really close. Um, obviously, we had to get the bread service. Yes. Um, which was awesome. That did not disappoint. Um, that's what everyone talks about when they recommend Sanaa, right? Um, it was like, what, eight? eight different dips four or five different breads um it's 10 dips 10 dips and four five five breads yeah so we got the bread service and we also got the samosas um the samosas were decent um they were good but that um that bread service can't be beat, and it is so much food. It um, is so much. Like, I kept feeling like I was eating so much of it, and, and it, it was, was it was still there. Like, it just never ended. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, we still had a lot left over. We were five people, and, like, I don't know. I, I kept eating. I tried all ten dips. I tried all five breads, and then some. Like, I kept going back for more. I wouldn't let the server take it. So, like, every time he was, he kept right. wanting to take it to, like, leave room for entrees. And I was like, no, I'm going to keep eating this. Yeah, like, right. do not take this from me until you see an empty plate. <laughs> Even then, I'm going to lick the thing clean. It right, was, and then still act. It was, so, it was so good. Um, like, I don't know if it's an option to sit, like, normally to sit at the lounge and just order that and get drinks. But, like would totally do that for lunch. I think it I think it is. Hopefully they I mean I don't know when they'll open that again, but I love a lounge. Yes. 
They also have, um, so Animal Kingdom Lodge in general has like the largest selection of South African wines outside of South Africa. If anyone didn't know that. It's a fun, fun, fun fact. Um, so I got, they have wine flights. So I got one of the wine flights. They have basically like a red wine flight and a white wine flight. Um, all South African wines. So I got that. And I felt like it was um, good size pours. It was three wines in the flight. Um, but they were, I don't know. I felt like it was a decent amount of wine. But I'd also drank like half a bottle of champagne before this so maybe i'm wrong (laughs) maybe i just felt like it was was already uh (laughs) in fact they they took our temperature i forgot about this so at the resort dining they take your temperature we forgot to mention this um right because you haven't had like for in the parks you have your temperature taken to get into the park so if you're eating at a resort so for sanaa and beaches and cream both of them they took our temperature and they took our temperature at Sanaa, and we had been drinking before because we were, like, sitting, waiting, playing a game, whatever. And they, <laughs> they were making fun of us because they knew our temperatures were going to be high because they already yes. knew that we were drinking. And they they saw like, us walking in with an empty <laughs> bottle of champagne. They were like, oh, boy. But they weren't they weren't too high, so we were fine. But it was um, just funny. Yeah. So we continued the drinking with you know, your wine flight. I got a spicy margarita, which was really good. Um, I think Cure got some sort of like vodka drink. Maybe it was like lemonade and, and I don't know, some sort, some sort of like blueberry or something. Um, the drinks were, were great. I thought, um, all the cocktails were good. Um, but again, that bread service can't be beat. Yeah, um, it's it's just as good as everyone says it is. Like, the hype is real. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what did you order for dinner? So I had the African-inspired biryani, biryani with shrimp. Okay. Which sure was... I had that, too. That was really good. Oh, my God. Like, I would... I don't even know if I could ever get anything else because it was so good. Like, yeah. that's, I'm, I've literally been craving it since we left because, like, it's just unlike anything I've ever had. So I don't even know how to get that flavor again. What was it topped with? Like, almonds, right? Yeah, and it like had almonds sort of and it had, like, crispy fried onions on top of it. Right. And right. it was this, like, creamy sauce on top, but then, like, underneath where, like, the shrimp, there's shrimp and then rice, and then underneath the rice was, like, a curry-type sauce. So mm. it was, like, a creamy sauce on top, but, like, a curry-type sauce on the bottom. And I'm not a big curry fan, but it wasn't, like, super strong curry. It was just, like, a good spiced flavor. It was so good. Highly, yeah, I highly thought, recommend. I thought that that was, um, that was awesome. Um, they have, like, another option, uh, which I got. It's called pochi. Uh, I hope I'm saying that right. Probably not. Um, but basically, like, you choose a meat and you choose, um, like, a side dish. And then it comes with rice. Um, so I got the braised beef. And I think I got, like, this some sort of, like, warm potato salad. Um, oh, yeah, the aloo masala. And that was, everything was awesome. Um, everything was really good. I also tried the, um, 
cilantro coconut vegetables highly 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 recommend they were so good um if i were to go back i would probably get the vegetables um what kind of vegetables was it i don't even remember seeing them um so it was like um in a sauce it was like a yellowish kind of sauce um there was like cauliflower and um you know i think that sauce that they were in was the same sauce that was like at the bottom of my yeah that's very possible that was so Um, good yeah honestly i don't really remember what type of vegetables were in there i know there was cauliflower maybe peppers um but it was almost like stewed so they were Mm -hmm. soft and they like really had all that flavor um of that sauce in there It, it was they were awesome I would absolutely go back to Sanaa, like, no doubt, um, on an oh, Animal yeah. Kingdom day. It's easy to just hop on the bus over there. Yeah, I think that now is, like, now with Animal Kingdom closing so early, and, like, it to me, it's just, it's, it's a shame that the lounge isn't open, because... That would be a nice place to hang out before you know we made our know, own lounge. We did. We did make our own lounge and I would a hundred percent do that again. Um, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, we downloaded this like game on our phones. It's like some type of Ellen DeGeneres. Um, I don't know. Psych, I think it was called. And it's yeah, like it's called Psych. Super interactive. Like, like you put your names in and ask questions about everyone in your group. Um, and then you like, Based on your answers, like you score points basically. Um, so whoever comes up with the best answer, um, it's almost like a more interactive version of, I don't know, like apples to apples, your cards against humanity. Um, yeah, except you basically have to write your write your personal. own, yeah, write your own answers, and then everyone votes on who's and is you're, the best. And you're you're always playing. You're not like and and voting. You're not like yeah. taking turns. Um, yeah, yes, but that was definitely a fun that, game. That was uh, a lot of fun. We miss our uh, Ellen's energy adventure, so we need to. <laughs> One other thing I did want to say about Sanaa was so they have a different lunch and dinner menu. So just one thing to. Oh, I forgot about that. Yes, to note that, like, not everything that's on the lunch menu is on the dinner menu, including the burger that they Which have. Which is pretty strange for Disney in general. Yeah. When you look at most menus, lunch and dinner doesn't change. And I would think, especially now, like with them trying to like trim Limit menus. Things. Right. So they have a burger on the lunch menu that's not on the dinner menu. And it's like, um, it has like this like goat cheese spread on it. Um, and we asked when we sat down um if we could someone could order that uh and they were just like uh uh, let me ask like i don't know they didn't want to get our hopes up um but they were able to do it so i'm not saying that they're going to do that every time but if there is something that's on the lunch menu that you want to try for dinner it's always worth asking yeah Yeah. so Um, no promises but that burger also if you are there for lunch It was, the burger was so good. Like, it was not just, like, your average burger. It was definitely worth, if you're, like, a little bit skeptical about the Sanaa food, and if you like goat cheese, 
you will love this burger. It sounded awesome. I don't think I tried it. It was yeah, really good. You would sure, like it. But, um, yeah, so that was like an awesome night in general. That was just a great day. Like Animal Kingdom being empty, getting to leave the park early, having time to hang out, and then, you know, having this awesome dinner with a great view. One of my favorite nights of the trip. Yeah, I totally agree. It's just like so much, so relaxing. Like, yeah. It really just like felt like like good old Disney. And it was great to like end the trip on that note. Yes, a hundred percent. Um another thing to talk about um is one of our favorite lounges on property. I guess it's not a lounge. It's a technically like a pool bar. Yeah, technically it's a pool bar, but way above we treat it as if it's like you know we treat it as our private residence right (laughs) Um, we're pretty much there at least like two or three nights out of our every trip um we try to get there as much as we can um it's just like an awesome awesome vibe awesome drinks and we are talking about geyser point at wilderness lodge because we never actually said that. Yeah. Geyser Point Wilderness Lodge. Like, great, great views. Um, again, in normal times, you can see the fireworks. You can hear the fire. Like, you can yeah, hear they'll the play the music. I've done many a performance of Happily Ever After at Geyser yes. Point. Yes. Um, you know, you're looking out at, I guess... Bay Lake. I don't know. Is that over there? Yeah. Seven I don't know. The uh, whole thing. Seven Seas Lagoon. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. Whatever. It's one of the two. Yeah. Um, they're, they're like connected, I feel like, because they're all, right. you know, it's on the opposite side of the Monorail Resorts. So you'll see like the, um, what is that light show called? The Electrical Water Pageant. Yes. So you'll see them come through. Um, and Whenever just, that comes like, back. It's, yeah, it's like a great, um, you know, it's a great spot. To it's just... outdoors, but it's covered. And the seating, but like the seating that's not at the bar is, there's a lot of like, it's like patio furniture with like cushions and stuff. So Super you can like really comfy. get comfortable. Um, but yeah, highly, highly recommend. Um, they have a decent menu as far as like food is concerned. Yeah, you can also ask to, like, get food from Roaring Fork, which is their quick service. Have them, like, like bring you food from the quick service there, too, if you want more options. Um, and they have a totally unique cocktail menu, so not the standard pool bar cocktail menu. It's, like, completely unique to Geyser Point. Yeah, and it's pretty awesome. I mean, they have some great drinks on that menu and also, like, a full bar. So you yeah. can order whatever you want. Yeah, you can um, get shots. Me and Nicole always get the sangria. Yes. Um, sangria cocktail is what it's called. Right. So it's like, it's a hybrid. It's, um, you know. It, <laughs> it's magic. <laughs> I'm, I'm not really sure what's in it, but it sure is magical. It's It does the job. Yes, for sure. 
Um, yeah, we need to ask Josh for that recipe. Not that we could do it justice, I'm sure. I know. But... I tried to make it at home during quarantine because I just like looked up the um, like the menu and like what what ingredients were in it. Because like right. black black cherry vodka and then this like certain brand of Merlot. Um, okay. But I like didn't want to buy black cherry vodka just for that, and I, I was didn't say, have what what brand vodka is it. Um, I can look it up. It, it will say it on there. It's I'm like a weird black um, Yeah, because everything at Geyser Point is like the whole theme is like Northwest, so yes. like you know Washington State and stuff like that. Mm. So everything I don't know is like brands from that right. So it's area probably like vodka from Zodiac Black Cherry Vodka, gotcha. lime juice, orange juice. Topped with Columbia Crest H3 Merlot. Damn. So, yeah, it's probably, um, you know, the wine and the vodka are probably, you know, American-made. Yeah. Vineyard and and distilleries that are, you know, somewhere out there in the Northwest, whether it's Washington State or. um, But that's like the whole menu. I mean, obviously they have your your typical like Jameson and Tito's and all that, but um, all the cocktails that you order off the menu, their specialty cocktails are all crafted from like special, you know, specialty vodkas. Yeah. All trying, all trying to fit the, fit the theme and the best service you'll ever get in your life is from Geyser Point. Everyone that works at Geyser Point is like top notch top notch and that's why we keep going back never a bad experience at geyser point no and like i discovered this like not alone me and my friends discovered this um july i guess it was july last year um Mm -hmm. i think we went there um before we went to the hoopty do review and it I was four still of have us. To do that. Well, you can't do it now, but I know. Yes, you need to do that because that's like another great time. Um, so we went to Geyser Point just like have a drink before we went to Hoopty Doo, and that was where we met the one bartender that we always go back to visit now. Um, and we just like made friends, and then we went back after Hoopty Doo, which I'm sure we were super entertaining because. Like I'm Hoopty sure Doo is you were super messed up. Yeah, because Hoopty Doo is like unlimited sangria. So like we had drank at Geyser Point before, then we went to Hoopty Doo, and then we went back to Geyser Point. So absolutely like, not. <laughs> that was like the only I don't even know how, like what happened at the end, but like I know that I took a whole loaf of cornbread Look from Hoopty Doo. That's like my I always do that because that cornbread is so good. And it's like they just keep if you ask them for it, they'll bring you another one. So then I just take it for a snack. Just walk out with it in your hand. like. Yep, I did. And the people on the boat were I have people a picture. People on the boat were so jealous. Probably. Yeah, I have a picture of me with a, with a whole loaf of cornbread. I have seen it. Yeah, that's kind of my thing. So, yeah. And ever since then, it's like over a year ago, every single time that we've went 
to Disney. We've been going to Geyser Point like multiple times and it's just, it never disappoints. I went there the <laughs> I went there the night before I ran the Princess Half Marathon. Oh boy. Yeah, that was, I don't know if it, it was a good or, I mean, I survived the half marathon. It's fine. My friend who was also with me barely survived. She was not doing well, but I think I slept like two hours. Um, but you know what? It's You're Disney. You're so. Yeah. Also, just like that resort in general, I think Fort Wilderness Lodge is like a beautiful resort. That resort is so beautiful. I mean, even Geyser Point, like you would literally walk. There's like an actual geyser. Like you walk past a geyser. Like it's like the woods. Like mm-hmm. it's so nice. And it's an easy boat ride from Magic Kingdom if you're over there. Um, yes. So just to make a stop after, you know, it's a nice little nightcap. Yes, definitely. Again, especially now that the parks are closing early. If you're at Magic Kingdom, it closes at 7. You know, Geyser Point is open until 11. Um, just get on a boat, head on over there. We've never really had a problem waiting for tables before. Um, this time we, it was pretty busy um, because they had their tables spaced out. They only had a few people working. Um, and they only have two seats at the bar, whereas like right. normally they can fit like probably like 15. Or, so or, they're working on at least like 15 half people at the bar, bar basically. So. Yeah. Yeah. So it's literally um, two or four seats at the bar, two and two. So that's just something to keep in mind as well. Um, yeah. But again, like you put your name down and they'll text you when your table's ready and you get to walk around that awesome resort. So Yeah, exactly. Um, or you could like grab a to-go drink from the bar while you wait for an actual table. Um, yep. So that's pretty awesome too. Um, but that pretty much sums up our dining experiences um, this past trip. Uh as always, thank you guys for listening. Uh, follow us on social media um, at HiHo Design Co. and at Bibbidi Bobbidi Basic. Um, leave us a review. Subscribe if you like us. Um, we will see you real soon. Bye.